Here's where you blew it, buddy. When you get your passport back and you see $212,000 in there instead of 221 bucks, you don't say anything. You just say thank you and leave. And then you go to the passport office and get your passport if you haven't already got one. Now, this is going to take a couple of weeks, but it doesn't matter. Because if the bank finds their mistake by then, you haven't written any any checks. And when they call you, you, you open your passbook and say, Holy jeez, boy, you guys really made a mistake there. <laughs> and no problem, because you haven't written anything. They don't know whether you noticed it or not. They screwed up, you screwed up, you both screwed up. Big deal, BFD. No problem, but... If you get your passport and they haven't noticed it by then, which probably by then they won't, because if you haven't written any checks on the balance, they won't be checking your account, so they probably won't notice the oversight. So now you got your passport. You buy a ticket to Tierra del Fuego for the last flight on a Friday afternoon. And then here's where the guy screwed up. You don't write cashier's checks. You don't try to cash checks for the money. Because the bank, I mean, even if you write a check for $10,000, the bank's going to check and double-check before they pass that money over the bank to you. They do it just as a matter of routine. You won't get the money for crying out loud. No, you have to buy something. You rent a limousine. You buy a suit. Total cost, $300. Maybe even get a manicure, $325. And then you go to a jewelry store downtown. You feign a foreign accent. You sit in there like you want to buy a surprise gift for your wife before you go back home. Well, they'll see the limo, they'll see the suit, they'll see the manicure, they'll buy it. You want to buy $300,000 worth of diamonds. You say you only have 200 grand cash in your checking account here in the United States. Well, when they check your balance, the bank will approve the check. You see, the bank is not going to be forking over any money, so they'll just punch up your name on the computer, and it'll show your balance is $212,000. They'll say, yes, he's got that much in his account. They will take your check at the jewelry store. It's Friday afternoon. They will not be able to deposit till Monday morning. You take $300,000 worth of jewelry, because they'll give you 100 grand credit if you got 200 grand in the bank, for crying out loud. You take those diamonds. You head to the airport. Bingo. You're on your way to Tierra del Fuego. Monday morning comes around. The jewelry jewelry store tries to cash the check. There's no money in there, but you're long gone. You establish your residence in Tierra del Fuego under the name of Chico Rodriguez. With the money you've got there, 300 G's is a lot of money in Tierra del Fuego. With the slave labor wages that you can pay down there, you turn it into millions. A year later, you apply for citizenship in the United States under the name of Chico Rodriguez. Because you can't live in Tierra del Fuego all your life. Come on, it's nice. It's tropical. You can have slaves and women and everything, but after a while you get bored with coconut sandwiches. You want to come back to Wisconsin Avenue. You want uh, Joe and Moe's, you want Mel Crouppen's, you want Chucky Jesus. So you apply for citizenship under the name of Chico Rodriguez. Eventually it'll be granted to you. You emigrate to the United States with a new identity. And you live your life as a millionaire. Thanks to the bank's oversight. That's how it's done. Of course, then, you have to be prepared to live the rest of your life waiting for the knock at the door. Sooner or later, you see, the jewelry store that you stiffed won't say die. They're not going to roll over and just take into account 300 G's lost because the jewelry store will be held responsible. The bank won't cash the check, so the jewelry store will hire detectives, and sooner or later, it may be 10 years, you may be living somewhere in Bel Air, California, an established citizen speaking at a, at a PTA meeting. You're up in front of the whole town talking when suddenly the FBI bursts in and says, Mr. Chico, Rodriguez, 
FBI, we happen to know your real name is Harvey Meiselman! Oh, no! And as your friends watch, they cuff you and take you out into the waiting arms of the jewelry store employee! I'm happy to see you again! And by this time, you're married to some big, fat society dame. And as they're driving you away in the police car, your head buried between your knees in shame, she has the audacity to run up to the side of the car as it's pulling away, saying, Honey, honey, does this mean we shouldn't buy that new Strato Lounge yet? It's the Grease Man you're listening to on DC 101.